G'day, get excited beer fans, it's time for a beer after work. I'm Tony Morris, I love my ukulele and we're nearly out of lockdown. But we have a new set of first world problems. It's been hard to book in for a meal at the pub and you have to book into Kmart to buy shit you don't need. We did manage to get a booking for six at the local Italian restaurant on Saturday night. So we're looking forward to that. Hope you've all had a great week and are enjoying the good life and getting amongst it. This week I had a bit of a sip on Burnley Bruins Pale Ale. It's an interesting beer. Several crafty brewers in the surrounding suburbs are creating quite a few tasty beers. And this one's got a bit on it. It's drinkable. It's not quite tropical. We're not banging pineapples together here to make a beer. It's not a smooth beer. It's crisp. Or is it snappy? Can snappy be a flavour response? Celery snaps. Carrot snap. But this beer contains none of that. Who wants vegetables in their beer anyway? No one. Burnley Brewing Pale Ale. Sincerely brewed or so they say. I reckon snappy, crispy pale ale. Chuck the veggies out of the crisper and put some more pale ale in the fridge. The Social Beast Pale Ale is a good beer, a very good beer. This sits somewhere in between a tropical pale ale and a tropical IPA. There's citrus, but it's not taking it to Hawaii. More like a road trip to Mildura in your mouth. Right now I'd take that. They're crafty buggers that filter brewing with their XPA. I always thought this was an overseas beer. Don't know why. It's got that smarty pants overseas look about it, with its flashy white can and big letters on a funny angle. I was pleasantly surprised to find out the XPA is brewed in Australia. A sessionable XPA made with love for all of us. Naturally cloudy. But I ask you, why does filter brewing make a cloudy beer? Don't they filter it enough? She's a smooth brew, easy drinking. I like it. The Pirate Life Brewing Company's IPA is a strong taste and six and a half percenter. Drink it nice and cold. If you like them strong, this is strong. I warned you, buddy. Hop to it. But as usual by now, I'm getting hungry, and I know there's leftover marinara mix from last night's homemade pizza effort, so I'm thinking I'll whip up some chili spaghetti marinara. This recipe is straight from the Australian Women's Weekly Triple Tested Test Kitchen. Get your apron with the fake titties out for a laugh, because this recipe is easier than taking a piss in the park during lockdown. Get your salt of water on the go for the spaghetti. We'll need some extra virgin olive oil. I use my ninja bullet to cut up a medium sized onion, a long red chilli and two cloves of garlic. A splash of the olive oil won't hurt, even a sprinkle of salt and pepper. Give it a few pumps, but don't turn it into mush. Hiya! Chopped! We need 800 grams of diced tomatoes from a tin and have a packet of spaghetti ready to go. Chop some basil, save some to garnish.
Oh yeah, fire up the fry pan with some olive oil and get your onion, chilli and garlic sizzling. When your onion is softened, add the tomatoes and the chopped basil, stir it all up for a minute or so. Your water should be boiling by now. Throw your spaghetti in. I'll set a timer for eight minutes and check it then. If you're good to go, you're good to go. Drain it and strain it and throw it back in the pot. Or wait a bit longer. Quality takes time. Now throw your marinara mix into the tomato sauce. Bring it to a simmer after five minutes. Check that the seafood is cooked. She's ready to serve. I'll probably eat it all myself. But if you're a sharing, caring type of guy, get four bowls out, divide your spaghetti and top with your sauce. Go fully pro with a garnish and a sprinkle of parmesan. If you're out to impress, you could grate some fresh parmesan over the dish at the table. Don't forget your garlic bread and a cheeky tub of gelati never goes astray. For a wine, I'd suggest a nice buttery Chardonnay. If you're beering with dinner, try a Moondog Lager. And now that everybody's happy, you could finish the night off with a lovely cocktail. Did someone say cocktail? I've experimented a little more with the beer cocktails this week and came up with a slight variation on a theme. This week I'll give you the Dirty Pavlich. I named this after the Fremantle Dockers champion Matthew Pavlich and the fact that this bit of Australia in a glass tastes like pavlova. Do you see what I've done there? Good. So you need a can of Stomping Grounds Passion Fruit Smash and a big old beer glass full of ice. Pour your beer over the ice and add a shot of vanilla Galliano and a shot of Malibu. There you have it my friends, a Dirty Pavlich. I've found that lots of ice and a shot of vanilla Galliano and a shot of Malibu do most of the fruity sour beers a world of good. So enjoy. This week I return to an old favourite, Chopper, the biography of Mark Brandon Reed. Most Australians over the age of 20 would know what a crazy bastard he was. I also managed to read Ken Watanabe's Problem Solving 101, a simple little self-help book, which I enjoy as much as a gruesome true crime read. Who doesn't want to be a better person? These contrasting authors made me think, could Kenny's book be of assistance to our old mate Chopper? Chopper was a man who studied military books in the way a normal person digests a self-help book such as Kenny's and applies it to their daily routine. Can we take the main problem-solving techniques of Ken Watanabe and throw them into the Melbourne underworld of the late last century? Why fucking not? With a little bit of imagination, we can see the different self-help books can have. Early on in the piece, Kenny says, break your problem down to its core in four easy steps. The first problem in Chopper's biography was being abducted at gunpoint driven in the boot of a narrow to a remote area of Victoria and forced to dig his own grave. Let's apply the four easy steps outlined in the early pages of Ken Watanabe's great little book, Problem Solving 101. Kenny says, narrow down your focus to the exact problem. For old Uncle Chop Chop, I would imagine imminent death to be his exact problem. Next, Kenny says, is to discover what is causing your problem. 
I'd go with disgruntled Melbourne underworld figure. Mr Watanabe's third step is to list the possible causes. Finding a pen and paper whilst handcuffed in the boot of a car is hard. Chopper doesn't have time for this shit. Kenny says to brainstorm ideas. I'm tipping old Chop Chop's brainstorming a plenty. Now we find Chopper is handcuffed with a shovel. Old underworld mate has a gun at Chop Chop's head. Chopper should include the shovel and the gun in his action plan. Kenny says now that we have narrowed in on the problem, skipped the list and brainstormed, we need to come up with an action plan and apply this action plan to everyday situations. Many of us like to dream big, but we need to set small, clear and specific goals according to Kenny. Chopper's small, clear, specific goal right now would be get out of the handcuffs so he could dig properly. Good idea, says stupid underworld figure. The cuffs come off. Chopper's next small, clear and specific goal, kill stupid old mate with a shovel. Kenny Watanabe says initiate action plan. Chopper finding the digging easier without handcuffs is waist deep in his own grave. Time to initiate the action plan. Chopper takes out old mate's knee with a swing of the shovel. Then buries the shovel in stupid's head while he's lying on the ground. Chopper scores a new gun and drives him an arrow back to the big smoke. Whistling to Dean Martin. Well done, Chopper. Pretty much went down just like Kenny would have wanted it to. One, we narrow down on the problem. Intimate death. Two, then zero in on the cause. Old mate gangster. Three, brainstorm. Make a list. Action plan. Four, implement the action plan. Thank you, Ken Watanabe, for problem solving 101. 101. Really, Kenny? You only had four easy steps and a bunch of other bullshit about yes and no trees and lists and hypotheses and criteria that wouldn't help Uncle Chop Chop. Stupid name for a book with four steps. You can look forward to more self-help books helping out old Chopper in future podcasts. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Don't forget to like and share and let me know what you think. Take the time to enjoy a beer after work. Cheers.